and you're listening to McCoo American Podcast for McFly. This is the uh, podcast where we talk about McFly's music chronologically, and we have reached the Just My Luck era. So we'll be talking a little bit about the movie, and more importantly, we'll be talking about the album of the same name. And we have a great treat for you guys today, two special guests. We have Chantel and Craig here with us. Say hi, guys. Hi. Hi. So I am Chantel. I'm from Florence, Kentucky in the U.S., and I've been a McFly fan since 2006. And I'm Craig. I'm from the West Country, and I've been a fan since um, 2004. Long time McFly (laughs) fans here with us today. I'm so excited. Um, So glad you guys are here. So... We brought on these voices today because we wanted to talk about Just My Luck, the album. But as you all know, the songs from this album are just a mix of Wonderland and Room on the Third Floor songs, except for the Just My Luck song. And so we thought we'd bring in some new voices to to talk with us about these songs since Stephanie and I have talked about them a lot already. And we're going to do it sort of rapid fire style. We're going to put two songs up against each other, discuss which one we think is the best until we arrive at the end at the best song on this album. Maybe we'll learn some things along the way. About each other. About each other. About McFly. And about McFly. About the fandom. Yeah. Whatever. What do you already know about this album, Stephanie? Um, I do know that it was released May 9th of 2006, three days before the actual movie premiered, which I thought was super interesting. But maybe because they already had the entire album already together, because it's a mixture of the first two. So they're like, okay, we're done. I do know that there are U.S. versions of two of the songs. Oh, shit. Right? On said thing. Oh, okay. Sorry, I, for- I forgot to listen to the U.S. versions. Um, there's... <laughs> well... I'm glad one of us is prepared. That's fine. <laughs> Once again, I am standing before you abroad. <laughs> like I was saying, th- I know there are two U.S. versions of the song for Unsaid Things and Five Colors in Her Hair. And then there's a revised version of I Want to Hold You, but I don't know how it's revised. I literally listened to this album today and there's no difference that I could tell. Maybe, we'll, maybe we'll, that'll be part of our journey today. <laughs> We'll all all four figure it out together. (laughs) I also know that they call this the movie's soundtrack, even though none of these songs except for, you know, like I've Got You and the the ones that perform in the movie are actually the soundtrack to the movie, right? Like the actual songs in the movie are not McFly songs. I was on Twitter and someone was like, this is the album soundtrack. And I was like, "Mm, I'm pretty sure they said that, but okay, go off, I guess. Well, they're right. It's not. Yeah, but I think (laughs) too. Right, like two of them by my Yeah. Count? Yeah. <laughs> like they sing five colors in the movie. Mm-hmm. Right. I think this was they're supposed to be like, hey, we're a band in this movie. Here's our songs that are some in the movie, but not their other ones too. They just, I don't know. I don't know what happened with their marketing team or whatever with the 2006, but they sucked because right. no one was like, Big Fly, that's an amazing band. Well, Chantel was. Where you, that's it, for it us, was, yeah. It, 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 was, it was just my luck that brought you to McFly, right? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I watched them in the movie, and I was like, I love them. Are they a real band? And Googled it, and that started everything. Yeah. So. I think they wanted that to happen, but times a million. Yeah. And I think it, it happened to approximately seven people in the United States. <laughs> Probably. 
Did you know, and you knew about them already before this movie? Yeah, um, I didn't see the movie until I think probably a year after it was released. I knew it was there, but it's it's not the kind of one I, oh yeah, I'm just going to go to Just My Luck. It was like, I got it on the DVD from like Blockbusters. <laughs> Me too! <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you you only watch Just My Luck because of McFly. Yeah, right? yeah. It's, it's, you know, what watch some... Um, romantic comedies but yeah it wasn't like I was like well I'll probably get this one on DVD it's, it's not I won't go out to the cinema to watch it and yeah it was right. just a bit lower on the list but yeah I definitely knew about it but yeah it was just a little bit lower on the list that was all you weren't hot for Lohan so you didn't see it no it I, I mean she was massive over here and I know a lot of people were but no no not not hot for Lohan <laughs> Yeah, this was even before, like, Chris Pine was really Chris Pine. You know what I mean? Right. I Didn't this movie, I feel like this movie, not made him, but, like, definitely was a big step oh, for yeah. Chris Pine to become a household name, for sure. Definitely. Yeah, this is my my first memory of ever seeing Chris Pine. Like, this is before he became C- Captain Kirk. Chris Pine. <laughs> right. Star and then Kirk Trek ended later Chris Pine. <laughs> <laughs> right, but I, I, think, I think Star Trek was probably his, like, actual breakout role. Yeah. Um. This was just him before that being a rom-com guy. It is funny, right? Like, I'm just imagining, like, the legion, like, the legions of McFly fans that watch this movie because of McFly, and then, like, people like you, Stephanie, and and me, and Chantel, like, watching Just My Luck and having absolutely no idea who McFly was. And it wasn't even, right? Like, Chantel watched Just My Luck and was like, ooh, McFly, let me look them up. But like you watched Just My Luck because we watch you you watched rom coms and then it was like a, right. a year later that you found McFly a different way. It was like months later, right? Because like this came out. I remember I was sick on the couch and I was watching this movie, and I was like, "Oh, there's British people in this movie," and fell asleep. And that's like <laughs> my memory of watching Just My Luck for the first time. And then it wasn't until like the Jonas Brothers were like year three thousand, and that's when I. Discovered Busted, then Discovered McFly. Right. So, <laughs> my movie, my mem- memory movie of like, Just My Luck is being sick on the couch and being like, oh, okay. Yeah. I think I saw it in theaters <laughs> with my mom, right? Like, this is, this is like the exact convergence of my mom and I's interests. Like, we just watch rom-coms together because like we can't agree on any other kind of movie. And I never went home and like Googled McFly. Like I didn't. I was just like, okay, whatever. That was cute. Chris Pine's kind of cute, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then like <laughs> later, Stephanie was like, you should listen to this band I've heard. And I was like, wait, I saw that movie. Right? And I think that I don't know what went wrong. And maybe it's not the point of this podcast <laughs> to figure it out. But everything that I was like Googling, trying to get a sense of like what was going on when the movie came out and like was, like, everyone just really thought that this was McFly coming to America, right? Like, even McFly were, like, yeah, we're really excited to share music with the U.S., like, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like, I think they wanted to be this, like, transatlantic, like, international household name. And they have fans all over the world. Like, we know that. Here we are. But they're not a household name in the United States even today. And so, like, I really want to know, like, what went wrong that they weren't able to make this jump? I have no idea because they also performed gigs after this movie came out in America. Yeah. So, like, did only three people show up to their gigs while they were in America? And they're like, this is stupid. Let's go back home. 
I feel like we have a lot of movies that have bands that aren't real bands. And so a lot of people, when they see bands in movies, that's what they think. Like, so they don't think to be like, oh, are they a real band? Should I look into them? At least that's where I kind of think it went wrong. That and like, if you look at the covers of like the movie here versus like over in the UK, like they're not on ours. So like, it wasn't like in your face, like, hey, there's a band in this movie. So I think a lot of people just didn't really think about it. Right. So it's the marketing team's fault. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I've seen it. They're like in our one, and it's like you got the the Chris Pine and then Lindsay Lohan like right on the front, and it's like with McFly and like this yeah. tiniest <laughs> bit. Ours didn't even have that. <laughs> yeah, ours didn't even have that. If yeah. like we did a we did a viewing party a couple weeks ago, and I like showed y'all the DVD cover I had, and it was just Lindsay Lohan and Chris Pine. Yeah, and there was no mention of McFly at all, like not at all. And I think you're right that we're not used to like like moviegoers are not used to it being a real band, right? Mm-hmm. Like like even when Dougie did Cat in the Band this year, right? That band is not real. Right, like yeah, like if you're if you're somehow so late to the McFly party that you watch Cat in the Band and you're like, wow, I really love this. Like, I wonder if they're real. Like, if you Google, you'll figure out Dougie's and this other band, and that might lead you to McFly. But like the actual band and Cat in the Band doesn't exist, and so like, why would you ever think to try to find it in any other rom com? Yeah. I mean, if I, if like, even if they're in a fake band and I find them attractive, I still would look them up. <laughs> it's also my thing. Uh, maybe back in 2006, McFly didn't fit the aesthetic of American teenagers, right? I get that, because I only thought Dougie was cute. Like, and I didn't even look a second glance at Harry back then. I was just like, ooh, mullet, no. <laughs> right. is, Harry, is Harry your favorite? No, he's not. But I, I definitely love him now. But yeah. back then, I was just like, I didn't even pay attention. It's like going back and rewatching the movie that, like, I can appreciate Harry now. Like, I didn't even notice that he had his ear pierced in that movie until, like, I watched it just recently. Like, right. he had an industrial then on one side, and the other ear was also pierced. And, like, I knew he had the eyebrow piercing, but, like, I just never paid attention to him. They look so, so funny. Yeah, they really do. But yeah, so if you if you don't find any of those boys attractive in this quote unquote fake band, like the fans aren't going to follow it because teenage girls are shallow, right? Like specific, <laughs> yeah, specifically the female fan base, right? Like, do you know many? Um, do you know many men, Craig, that are McFly fans? I feel like the fan base is really overwhelmingly full of women. Not, not really. There's a lot of guys that know of McFly, and and there's quite a few. You know, you you go to a gig and you, you see there's quite a few there. Most of with most of with their girlfriends and gone. Oh, you know, come see this band, and they've gone along with them. But I think I think there's quite a few, quite a few about, but not not necessarily that I would know of now. Yeah, yeah. We sp- I know of three. Yeah, we spoke to a few. <laughs> yeah, like we had uh, we had um, James on one of our earlier episodes was a was a McFly fan as well. Yeah, and there's Kieran who that who used to do the McFly um, pub quiz every week. Yeah. And then Craig. And so those are the only three men I know that are into McFly. Well, to be fair, we only know like 10 McFly fans. That's true. <laughs> so if you want to be our friend, please find us on Twitter at McHugh, the podcast. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know what happened. Yeah, it was just the bad timing or bad marketing. But I think you're right that they do all look so goofy. I blame the marketing team. Right. TBH. Especially the American marketing team. Because apparently the English marketing team had it right. Just putting the little... With the yeah, tie. just <laughs> tiniest... <laughs> Can't, nobody can see. 
It was something. But it's enough. Nobody could see what Yeah, it was something. Like, by the way, look at this band. They're called McFly. They really exist. Like, I think that could have gone a long way. Yeah, I think when they had Night at the Museum, I was more like, there, there seemed to be more promo into that. Like, McFly's in that. You had the music video. You didn't really have too much of a... You might have had trailers, but I don't think a lot of people would would have seen the trailer. But, you know, you had Friday Night was the music video. So they were more in that and the and the film was in the music video. Whereas I, I don't even remember if we had like... I know I've Got You had a music video, but I don't think it was like released or anything. So I, it was like there was more promo into Night of the Museum where at the end of it, it's just Friday Night. That was it. It's just a song. Was, right, they're not even in it. No, it just sat there like, know. yeah, it might turn up in a bit. <laughs> I don't think the American version has that song. Doesn't have it at all. Okay, that would make sense. I was like, I don't remember that. <laughs> yeah, like Night in the Museum, it plays in the credits, right? Yeah, it's like three songs in the credits, but they had like the full on music video. And I thought, well, they're going to be like massive, you know, there's going to be something in this. I, I enjoyed Robin Williams in it, you know. <laughs> Yeah, their songs do not even play. Like Friday no. Night is not even in the night in the museum U.S. version, but the credits are different. Oh. That's such crap! Right? Like, <laughs> like, yeah, like what? It's got a whole music video for not even being in it. <laughs> I wow. changed my mind on the promo thing because. I... <laughs> yeah, like I literally googled it when you said that. I was like, "What?" Friday Night in the museum. Yeah. It's... Yeah. They just like there's just this like black hole above America, and anytime anything McFly blows across the Atlantic, it just gets sucked immediately away. And like, no, like, like they're like we're like Night in the Museum, we have a song at the end of the movie, woo! Yeah. And like it just like somewhere on its journey across the Atlantic, Night in the Museum arrives, and there's no Friday Night Aww. in the song or in the movie. That's horrible. <laughs> See, we've been we've been gypped. Our entire lives we've been gypped of McFly, and I blame the US marketing teams. I, everybody who works in marketing, you suck. Like, like if sick. one direction can do it, like a few years later, like McFly could have done it. I you know, it does it's a yeah. it's a shame. But whatever, we found them. Yeah. We did. Everyone else can just shove off, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. If you're late to the party, we're glad you're here. Google McFly. I have noticed like there's like a new wave of McFly fans re- yeah. lately and that's really nice mm-hmm. I like that I think that's what happened I think with the Jonas Brothers too right like so I'm an old JB fan obviously when we went to that concert in Missouri in 2019 last year well seems like five years ago there were like a lot of people who were like much younger than us yeah, yeah like, there it would have been like, like one when right when JB was originally JB, out yeah right and I was like yay like i was so happy i was like yay great i love when my boys are successful yeah there's people now like i've been listening to mcfly since i was like a toddler and i'm like ooh, <laughs> <laughs> i am getting so old <laughs> like, <I> feel that <laughs> so should we get into uh these songs yeah forget this movie it's time to talk about the songs okay so I've put them in pairs already. I will now read them to you in no particular order, just so you sort of know what's coming. But Stephanie and I, before this podcast, 
put them in pairs. And so the way we're going to do it is I'm going to give you two song names and you have to pick which one you like the best. And then we'll talk about why. But here are the songs that are just like arriving in no particular order, right? Five Colors, obviously, All About You, Too Close for Comfort, Just My Luck, the only original song on the album, I'll Be Okay, That Girl, Memory Lane, Unsaid Things, I Want to Hold You, and I've Got You. So those are sort of what we're working with. They will all come up again and they'll get their time. And the first pairing that we have, this is a trick question, is <laughs> Unsaid Things versus Memory Lane. Go. Unsaid Things. Oh, <laughs> I was right out of the gate. It is Unsaid Things. Craig and Chantel are thinking really hard. There's no, there's no right answer, but there is. So In this particular instance. <laughs> Some of the other ones don't maybe, but... I love them both, like, a lot. I do tend to lean more towards the upbeat, so I do kind of feel like I should say unsaid things, but, like, oh, I love them both. I don't know. It's so hard. <laughs> <laughs> the game is to pick one. Shit's oh, no. Uh, Craig, how do you feel about these songs? I would probably say unsaid things on that album just because it's got, like, the orchestral bit at the start, which the one on the room on the third floor didn't have. I, yeah. I don't know how I would tear them apart without it, but it just added something that it didn't have before, I think. I bet that's what makes it the U.S. version. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Win for the U.S. <laughs> we did something right! <laughs> yeah, I forgot about the orchestra bit. But yeah, that, the Unsaid Things and Five Colors are the only two songs on this album that have U.S. versions. Um, and I bet that orchestra is, is part of it. I don't know why it's U.S., Instead, but and that's actually the one they do live now more often. Like the unsaid things yeah. U.S. version has replaced whatever they did on Room on the Third Floor. We're just forever. classy mothers over here. So they added an orchestra in there. <laughs> yeah. I know they did it on um, the Wonderland tour. They had that. I'm not sure if it was that song, but they had that orchestra bit at the start of one of the songs. So I don't know if because they went straight to that, or like. I'll put that on there. That's that's something different rather than just have like greatest hits 0.5. I love that. Okay, Chantel, you have to answer. Unsaid things. Are you just saying are you just saying that because we peer pressured you? No, like if if I have to pick. If I have to pick, it's unsaid things. I just don't like that I have to pick. It gets worse from here. I thought that I would know. be the easiest one. But that's because I've been very vocal in our previous episodes about how annoying I think memory lane is. Memory. It, it, it does get repetitive. I get yeah. That, so I, like the beginning of the song of Memory Lane is actually quite enjoyable, but that that yeah. like so much has changed. But makes me want to die. What's so funny to me is like that's probably my favorite part of the song. So much has changed. I'm like, yeah, get into it. it. Whatever. I'm crossing it out, which is feels really good. Delicious. Memory Lane is out. Until things went. Okay, if that was hard, I don't know what I, I don't know what to tell you all. You better, you better <laughs> buck, buckle up. <laughs> here we go. I want to hold you versus that girl. Oh. I want to hold you. Ooh, Chantel's ready. They're still thinking. I've heard them. I've heard them both. Deeply. <laughs> why, why I want to hold you, Chantel? I just like it better. It just yeah, like I I like that girl, but I don't know. I get it's one of those songs that I can be like just over with after a little bit. Yeah. Maybe I've just heard it too many times. I don't know. I get that. I feel this one in my gut. <laughs> like, I felt like a hook as soon as you said it. 
that's being ripped out. Yeah. Because these are, I Want to Hold You was your favorite from Wonderland, and that yeah. girl is. I think in my top three. At least in your top three of Room on the Third Floor. I'm going to go with. Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with that girl. Okay. I'm going to go with that girl just because of the guitar solo on it. I think it's the first mm. song that I listened to that really, like. You know, we have five colors, and then we had obviously. And then that girl came out, and I'm like, you know, this. Why didn't we leave with this one? Let's just leave with this one. They just yeah. having the guitar solo was was epic. So yeah, yeah, that is a great it solo. T- it was tough though. It was tough. This is really two. hard. They yeah, both, like... they both have guitar solos, and I'm just like, ah. <laughs> it's they're really good like i want to hold you and that girl are my like those are my favorite singles on each of their albums i think um and it is really hard but i think i'm also gonna say that girl i really like the overlapping voices in the chorus right like i think that's really fun that girl is just an amazing song it's let's so talk good. about it for a hot second i will repeat everything i said in this episode because that guitar <laughs> solo is magic that music video amazing this music video is like awesome. <laughs> I love that girl so much and like like I said before like the memories I have of that girl chef kiss I love that song if you would like to hear us talking about that girl for 55 minutes you can go back and check out uh, our our third episode yeah yeah if it was a music video contest there would be no contest like that girl is way better than I want to hold you video but but I want to hold your song is so good it hurts me to cross it out I I really enjoyed crossing out memory lane (laughs) But I'll cross it out. So that girl wins. We'll see. We'll see her again. That girl. Okay. I've got you or I'll be okay. You know how when your computer is stalling, like with that circle of death? Yeah. That, that's my brain right now. Well, Stephanie, make sure that you know which song is which before you answer. <laughs> I know. <her. laughs> I Stephanie, know. Stephanie gets these two confused. <laughs> Every single time. Last weekend, when she she was here visiting, right, we had the Just My Luck watch party, we listened to the Wonderland, we watched the Wonderland tour, and they open with I've Got You, and then towards the very end, I can't now, it's like one of the like last three songs, they play I'll Be Okay, and Stephanie's like, they already did this, like, what's happening, they're doing it again, and I'm like, no, no, like... <laughs> like, she cannot keep these songs separate. So. I'm um I'm gonna look up the lyrics. Look up the lyrics. Make sure know. you're thinking of the right one. So I'll be okay is the one with the music video. I've got you also has a music video. I've got you fair. doesn't have a music video. It just has the like. Performance. It has. No, it doesn't. Yeah, it's not a single yeah. from Wonderland. Like it's performed in the movie Just My Luck. This is behind the scenes arguments you guys are hearing right now. <laughs> she can't. She gets them mixed up every single time. That's great. Well, can I, like, fall out of this one? Because, eh. No, you have to pick one. I know, I do. What about you, y'all? Chantel, Craig, do you have an answer? For me, it's I Got You. Me too. Yeah, me. Yeah, same. Yeah. I've got you. Yeah, it's just so much bouncier. I'm going to play devil's advocate and be like, I'll be okay. I didn't even look at the lyrics for that one. (laughs) I'm just saying that. (laughs) (laughs) I am saying that for all of the Dougie girls out there that had to witness Dougie get pushed off a building. It's very traumatic. (laughs) (laughs) I really like I'll be okay, uh, but I've got you is just so much more fun to me. Yeah. I think they're both to me just kind of like, okay, you know, 
That's probably why I can't sell the part. Right. That, that like, <laughs> opening riff in I've Got You just gets me every time. I'm like, oh, turn it up. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. <laughs> love it. All right. I've Got You wins. I'll Be Okay is out. Next up is Obviously and All About You. Obviously. Obviously. Yeah. Obviously. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> uh. Rip. <laughs> all about you. Uh. Tell us why you hate all about you. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Just, <laughs> I don't want to hate on all about you. It's just. It's just not. It's just. Yeah. <laughs> not. My, not one of my my favorite ones. I probably prefer. I'll translate. It's repetitive. It's overplayed <laughs> um De- definitely o- definitely overplayed yeah like it's, it's not even their fault it's just like ev- every time it's like and all about you hit makers i'm like they have more songs than just one right <laughs> way better songs <laughs> yeah way better songs and like even way better songs about g i mean obviously isn't as romantic as all about you but like if we're gonna talk about like the story behind the song all about you is very cute but Obviously, like it's funnier and funnier the longer they're married. Yeah. <laughs> you see that, like for like a getaway they had, they kind of accidentally ended up in the same place that they recorded that music yeah! video. That yes. was so cute. So cool. <laughs> I love it so much. Okay, we only have two more in round one. Right, two more pairings. So four more songs. But this is Ultraviolet versus Just My Luck. Do y'all remember Just My Luck? Yeah. Uh, ultraviolet wins for me. So. Whoa. <laughs> did, you say, did you say ultraviolet? Yeah. I could kind of kick both of them out, but if I had to pick, you know, I'd say ultraviolet. This was me with I've Got You and the other one. I'll be okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I've Got You too. <laughs> <laughs> the second one. <laughs> I'm going to go with Just My Luck. I, Ooh. I really like that song, actually. Like, I think... Oh, a lot of people are like, it's so dumb, but I think it's so catchy and fun. I think I'll go Just My Luck. I think the first time I heard it, like, back, because obviously I don't know if we ever actually had the CD from the US one. I, I know we had it on, like, iTunes, but on, like, right. other. <laughs> yeah, I remember, but then I heard it the other day, and I'm like, it's not as great as I remember it, but it's still really good. But it's it's just, like hasn't quite stood up with the with the test but i think yeah. between that yeah i wouldn't put it in like the top 10 best mcfly songs but it's fun it's like you and i you've got a lot of problems yeah it's a definitely definitely a fun one uh, i'm gonna surprise everyone and say ultraviolet i hate you so much <laughs> hi what do we do now that we're tied we didn't anticipate this wait you said that this was the last pairing no. No, there's uh there's two more. There's one okay. more pairing. I was like, we're missing my favorite one. <laughs> we didn't I didn't plan for this. Well, I did say in the beginning we could give our reasons why, and then ultimately I win, so that's not <laughs> I mean we could convert or like see we could convert people. Why ultraviolet team? Team ultraviolet. Team ultraviolet, T U. I just like it better. I don't know, it's just like I said, they're they're both all right. I don't like to play them regularly, but if like I had to put one on and listen to it like all the way through, then I would pick Ultraviolet. Ultraviolet. I know I ragged and ragged and ragged on Wonderland, 
But the more I listen to the album, the more I rag on it. But I think this song <laughs> is, I think it's a good song. And after we had that conversation with Alice during our Bits and Bobs episode, she was like, yeah, it's just Lads on Holiday. And I was like, you know what? I see that. And like, I was kind of digging it when we were listening to it for the album in general. Right? I don't know where it landed. I honestly forget. But I just like, Just My Luck just doesn't, meh. it's just like, yeah. I know it's boppy. That's why Sam did it. But like, I don't know. It's just my luck. Okay. Kind of whiny. It just feels very like, very kind of like commercial too. It doesn't like feel like them to me. I'm starting to fall in love. It's getting too much. Okay. <laughs> so why just my luck? Versus Ultraviolet. <laughs> you have no answer. So we went. No, you first. Wait to see if Craig wanted to go first. You first, Craig. (laughs) Craig doesn't know. (laughs) My my computer just went completely out, and then it just came back, and it's like you, and I'm like, ah, Craig. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so I, I think just my luck is kind of. Go in between, like, okay, we finished Wonderland. I, I feel like it kind of lands more in, like, Motion in the Ocean, like, more of a start of that. It, it's quite a happy, fun song. And I, d- I don't know if they, like... I know they changed producers between the Wonderland and the uh, Motion, so I'm not, I'm not sure if it's, like, the Motion producers uh, do that song. I'm not, I'm not sure. I can't be 100%, but I think they might have... Yeah, they did. He did. It was Jason Perry. They switched producers between Wonderland and Motion in the Ocean. Jason Perry did Motion in the Ocean. Fun fact, Jason Perry also produced Just My Luck, the album. So that makes a lot of sense as soon as you said that. Because yeah. I was like, I love Jason Perry. Like, <laughs> and so, so does Seventy. Like, we're like, of course, right? Like, Jason Perry produced... Motion in the Ocean, Radioactive, um, Matt Willis's solo CD, um, Don't Let It Go to Waste, which I was, like, obsessed with. Like, Jason Perry has, like, consistently produced some of my all-time favorite pop music. So that maybe makes a lot of sense. He's got the hit ear. You know, he just knows. He's got that hit ear. Jason Perry. And I think we should do a second podcast where we just talk about Jason Perry the entire time. Jason Perry. (laughs) Jason Perry, you are very important to me. Like <laughs> that could be our yeah. that could be our intro. <laughs> but I do I do think that's like worth pointing out is like I like just my luck better just because it's so boppier, but I think that that's probably a huge reason why it is so much boppier, right? Is it is that marking that bridge from Wonderland's like sad boy time to like motion in the ocean are having a bunch of fun times so like yeah i mean it's a silly song like the lyrics are not particularly inspired but it's got like a really good like feel good vibe right like rain clouds are gathering in number and i like that like right like like they don't have a lot of songs that like do that like one two bounce i feel like you know, like, just when I put away my jumper, right? And that's just, like, that, that's really good to get your shoulders involved, right? And Ultraviolet <laughs> just doesn't do it for me, team. I know that so many people love it so much, which is why we specifically interviewed people who love it so much in the last episode. But it just it doesn't do it for me. Like, it's it's not as, like, I want, I want 
bounce. I like sad songs. We're going to get there. But yeah, um, but I love that bounce. And I love that Jason Perry, that little that little Jason Perry touch. Totally makes sense. Because like, I always felt like Just My Luck didn't fit in with the other songs in that time. But it, it makes sense knowing that's right at the switch. So yeah, and you it produce fits it. in with, with Motion in the Ocean <laughs> and Jason yep. Perry. Jason Perry's like, I know what you need, lads. I'm now going <laughs> to produce your two best albums of all time. Right? Because like, they did, he did Motion in the Ocean and Radioactive, and they abandoned Jason Perry for Above the Noise, and then they came crawling back to Jason Perry. <laughs> okay, okay, hold, 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 hold. Above the Noise is still a banging album. I yeah, want not as good. I want, I want it on the record that Above the Noise is still a good album. Whether that yes. McFly or like this sucks, and the most of the fandom follow McFly lead and is like this sucks. But above no, above the noise is still a great album. Whether it has Jason Perry yeah. or not, as well, Jason Perry as one as Jason Perry's number one and two fangirl, it's still it's a good album. <laughs> it is no, I'm not hating on Above the Noise, but it's not as good as Motion in the Ocean. It's not as good as Radioactive. And Jason Perry did do Above the Noise. Like they recorded a lot of it with like this other producer, right? Um, and an American producer, and then they were like. We hate what, like they hated what happened, and we don't we don't know what happened. We didn't hear it, and then they came like crawling back to Jason Perry, and so like that's where you get above the noise is like this new sound with like Jason Perry at the end being like I got I, like you know so they sort of conglomerate. I don't hate above the noise. Well, I like to know that like the difference <laughs> is from like when they had it as Dallas's album or when what the what the changes were. I think like when they play when they play Party Girl and they had the the back end, like when they played it on like um i think it was like magic numbers and and they played it and, and i'm like well that sounds completely different to what what's been put out i was like this is a whole different song it's a lot rockier oh i hadn't i haven't heard that version and when they play it live it's so much rockier whereas obviously when it was as a single it's quite clubby but that's what they you know how they wanted to do it right and that's what dallas does i feel like i would like it live then because, like, I kind of hate on Party Girl, but I feel like if it was, you know, them playing live and it was more rocky, I would definitely like it a lot more. <laughs> For homework, we're going to take a five-minute break. Everybody go listen to Party Girl. Okay. No, no, really. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I would love to hear, like, like whatever they had done with Dallas before Jason Perry got his hands on it, like, and compare the vibe. But, like, I do like Above the Noise, but... But J- and J- Jason Perry, just- Jason Perry rules. You're off topic. Let's bring it back. Let's bring it back. In conclusion, Jason Perry pr- produced "Just My Luck," which makes it better than Wonder any Wonderland song that was not produced by Jason Perry. The argument rests. I'm pretty sure it's the defense rest. The defense rests. Go off, I guess. I don't know. Chantel, did that change your mind in any way? I mean, it makes more sense. I still, I don't care which either way it goes. So. <laughs> You can take my vote out if you want. It won't be a tie anymore. <laughs> Chantel ab- abstains from voting. No, because I wasn't allowed to do that with I've got you and I'll, well, I'll you be okay. You mostly did so no. abstain because we all agreed and you were like, okay, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so everybody gets one abstain abstention. No, we can't change the rules in the middle. Of t- can I give each one a half point and then it's not a tie? <laughs> I was going to say... That you have changed my mind. Jason Perry, you are very important. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'm gonna we'll move just my luck onto the next round, and Ultraviolet will will rest. It's had enough attention. Ultraviolet, 
Like, also just in the, le- like, in the level of what's more interesting to talk about today. Like, yeah. we haven't got to talk about just my luck as much. Okay, this is the last pairing. Five colors or too close for comfort? Oh, that's easy. Too close for comfort. <laughs> that's your favorite one, right? Yeah, I love that song. <laughs> like, of all time or just from Wonderland? Of Wonderland. It would definitely be up there in, like, my top of all time, though. I forgot about this. It's a pretty tough pairing. I think I also might say too close for comfort. What? Did someone say that? Yeah, Shanta. Yeah. I thought you said five colors. Nope. Too close for comfort. Wow. <laughs> I'm I'm going to leave. I need to go get my hair in check. I've been waiting for this question for the last, like, hour. Yeah. That's what I was saying at the beginning. Like, I can tell you right away, like, that's going to be my top if I could p- had to pick from all of them. But going right. through and pairing them is way more difficult. So. <laughs> I, I have a hard time. Oh, I'm gonna go with my gut. I'm gonna go with my gut. I, I'm gonna go with two close. That's what my gut's saying too. And then I keep thinking about. I keep playing five colors. So do I. I'm like, are you? Sh-? I'm like, are you sure? It's like but- it's like that person who's begging you to stay in the relationship. Like, but remember the good times. <laughs> you know the good place when they're like resetting janet and she's like don't worry like i'm not really dead it doesn't really matter like whatever and then like you get close to the button and she's like please no please don't kill me please no that's what's happening right now with five colors in my head it's like it's not like i've actually can't ever listen to five colors again right that's a great analogy okay craig what is your yeah i'll say too close for comfort as well just make it clean very clean uh sorry five colors i'm so sorry i killed you yeah, Too Close for Comfort is just, it's a really pretty song. Fun to sing. Heartbreaking. I really like it. So, like, in the movie, they play Five Colors first. And I was like, okay. Like, it was fine. Like, I like it. But it was when they got to the scene where they were playing Too Close for Comfort that I was like, oh, wow. I really like this song. So, like, for me, that was really my, like, kickstart of I love this band. So That makes a lot of sense. Right? Yeah, right. I mean, yeah. so much to you, right? Like, this is the song. I forgot that yeah. Too Close for Comfort is in the movie even, but you're right. Yeah. That's they talk sweet. over a lot of it, but they're playing in the studio while you see, like, Lindsay and Chris talking behind the glass, but it's still playing. So you hear, like, almost the whole song. Yeah. America. It's a great song. Sleeping. <laughs> Was I a baby in oh, so good. So good. Okay, I feel good about that one. All right. That gives us three pairings, right? We There were 12 songs on the album. We've just chosen six. So I've got them in three more pairings, and then our top three, we'll have to duke it out. This will go much faster. You ready? Lightning round. Unsaid things versus that girl. That girl. That girl. Yeah, that girl. I think I'd go with that girl, too. All right. I've got you versus obviously. Obviously. Yeah, obviously. Because I don't know the difference between the other one. I kind of want to say I've got you. Yeah, obviously, yeah. I'm outvoted. <laughs> yeah, I think the- I would say I've got you, but... That's three to one, so obviously wins. Just my luck versus too close for comfort. Too close for too comfort. Too close. <laughs> I really like just my luck, you guys. Yeah, too close for comfort. Okay, <laughs> I, I voted again. Uh, uh, I okay. No, I should say too close for comfort is a better song than just my luck, just like objectively and artistically. But just my luck is way more fun. Obviously, too close for comfort is not very happy, but. Too Close for Comfort wins. So, that leaves our top three. That girl, obviously, Too Close for Comfort. Make note that only one of these songs is from Wonderland. Hmm, I wonder why. In fact, make note that out of the third, the second round, the top six, only two of them were from Wonderland. 
Again, I wonder why. Uh, I know a lot of people love it. I don't know. Um, it's a lot of people's ever. It's a lot of. I don't know. Well, you know, their opinions are wrong because Wonderland is not that great and they think above the noise is stupid. Yeah. So Chantel and Craig are sitting right here. They might think Wonderland is the best <laughs> album. Have you even asked them? Chantel and Craig, do you think Wonderland is the best album? There is a correct answer. Go. So I don't think it's the best album. I don't think that there, in my head, is a best album. I have, like, songs I love off each and songs I'm, like, eh about off each. So I love them all. I don't think there's, like, a best or worst for me. But I, I don't know. If I had to, like, pick an album to play through, I'm not going to Wonderland first. <laughs> yeah, it does not rank highly. <laughs> it, it's, it, it may be actually, in my opinion, yeah, it's at the bottom. <laughs> yeah. It's so funny. Like, I feel like the fandom's really divided. Like, there are people that are like, Wonderland is, like, the most perfect album that they've ever made, like, start to finish, right? Really captures like an aesthetic mood for them and then there are people that are like <laughs> and, and like there's not a lot of in between uh, with wonderland specifically like i feel like people don't have these same conversations about like room on the third floor or um motion in the ocean like but yeah. wonderland it's really fun watching uh like those debates and the the facebook pages yeah like on the fan groups and just like watching people tell you why because you're like oh i get that oh but i also understand that right <laughs> like, yeah <laughs> Like, I think Wonderland is their most divisive album, I feel like. So we've got our top three. We know Chantel's answer. <laughs> what would you guys choose out of these three? Obviously, that's... Are we only picking, really picking one out of these three? Are you doing a ranked system vote? Would you like to rank them one to three? No, I'm just wondering. I don't know how brackets work. Well, we... Like, what I... Ideally, what we would do is we'd have four... It just didn't come out that way. Why couldn't you just add two more album, two more songs? Why didn't you yeah. anticipate our needs? But like we could rank them one to three if you want. Yeah, that'll help you score. Do we count? Please, please, just because it's happened. <laughs> it wasn't supposed to be Lindsay, though. That was, was like a suggestion. Oh. <laughs> so funny. they threw that in later. That's so funny. <laughs> we could put just my luck back in. And see if it would survive against that girl, no, obviously. Well, <laughs> no, I'm not saying it because I like it. Fair. I'm saying it because it's... Um, we should put the song I really like in That's there. not why I'm saying it. I'm saying it because it's the song from this album that is new. If you do, like, a rank system, though, we vote, like, first, second, third, then you could tally up the points. Whichever one... Well, whichever one would get the lowest points would win. Then. We could do that. Okay. Okay. That's fine. Let's do that. So that girl, obviously, too close for comfort. You have 12 seconds. That girl is obviously too close for comfort. <laughs> so for me, uh, too close for comfort's one. Obviously is two, and that girl's three. I think uh, that girl's one for me. Too close for comfort, two, and obviously at three. That's exactly what I also just wrote. I'm with him. That girl's one. Obviously is two, and too close is three. <laughs> okay. So, according to this very official math system, in which they definitely didn't make a mistake, <laughs> it's that girl with 10 points, Too Close for Comfort with 8 points, and obviously with 6 points. Woo-hoo! We did it. <laughs> we did it. So. That girl is the winner, everyone. That's so funny. I really, really love that song, but, like, is it their best song ever? No. But it keeps winning. For these two albums, maybe. I do, I would love to know what their, like, selection process was for, like, which Wonderland songs and which, it makes sense they put the singles on, on the Just My Luck, uh, like, compilation album. They didn't put Ballad of Paul Kay. 
which was a single. Well, they're trying to impress America. I don't think Ballad of Pocket is going to do the trick. Right. If they were trying to impress... To be honest. No, but listen. If they were trying to impress America, where's Surfer Babe? Right? Like, the Beach Boys comes out of the U.S. Right? I mean, decades ago. But, like, you know, where's where's Surfer Babe? You know, where's, um... Oh, I guess obviously is on here. Like, you think they would have leaned more into, like, the surf rock sound? Maybe they just felt it didn't fit the movie. Yeah, I guess that's true. I forgot about the movie for a second. <laughs> Do they even play Surfer Babe anymore? Like now? Yes. Like 2020? No, I don't think so. It wasn't a single, you know. What a loss. Yeah, I don't think they play it live very often. It is a loss. It's so good. Well, that girl won, and um, the rest of them are losers. Thank you for coming today, guys. <laughs> I think it's funny that that one wasn't even, like, played during the movie. That one's not even in the movie! <laughs> yeah. Like, which ones are in the movie? Five Colors, I've Got You, Too Close for Comfort. Do they play, obviously, in the movie? I think they play another song in that concert. Yeah. I think there's two songs that's played. I feel like they play I'll Be Okay. Yeah, I think, yeah. I'll Be Okay. I think it's... Yeah, that would, I think that's that the would other make one. sense, because I wouldn't know the difference between... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So are those the four songs that actually appear in the movie? Mm-hmm. And I think Just My Luck is the credits. Yeah. So that's five. Wasn't even good enough to get in the actual movie. Right, they're like, the like, they're like, we wrote this specifically for this movie, and they're like, okay, good job, darling, let's stick it at the end. They could have wrote it for the credits. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, of those five... Too Close for Comfort was the one from the movie that survived. Well, that is our determination of the Just My Luck album. That girl wins, always. And if you want, if you think we are full of shit and don't agree with any of our opinions, find us on Twitter at Podcast, which is also our Facebook, our Instagram, all the social medias is at Podcast. If you want to contact us personally, you can contact me at Steph underscore to do, T-O-D-O. I'm on Twitter at Sam underscore Edmonds, 122. Do you guys want to shout out your stuff? You don't have to. I honestly can't think of mine off the top of my head. I'll tag you both. Um, Okay. If you want to talk to Chantel and Craig, check our tweet. We'll tag them. And uh, I want to say thank you to Chantel and Craig for blessing us with your presence and your opinions on McFly and just chatting with us about them. It's been a pleasure. It was fun. Thanks for being here. It was so fun. (laughs) Thanks for having us. No problem. And also, if you are listening to this, please rate, comment, and subscribe so you can listen to our podcast and our lovely voices whenever we upload a new podcast. Thank you. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening! I had my husband set up my stuff so that I didn't have to think about it. Yeah. <laughs> we were we were weeks really figuring it out, like Oh yeah. Um I would say go back and listen to our please first don't. episodes, but please don't. <laughs> The audio has gotten a lot better. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, the audio is amazing now. Yeah, we just thought about like maybe we should re-record.